So I have to tell you, having just read this gospel, it's a very clear, very simple gospel. It's actually not that complicated, a very clear one message gospel. When I was reading it though, it reminded me of an event some years ago. Some of you might have heard this story, but I was driving to a meeting and I was in my car and I'm driving on the streets and I'm making a right turn, left turn, kind of making my way down to this meeting. And I noticed, then I looked in the rear view mirror and I saw a red light and it was following me. (laughs) So I pulled over and the policeman got out of his car and he walked over to me and he said, uh, do you know why I pulled you over? And I said, why, why no, officer, I, I don't. And he said, well, you were speeding. And I said, well, officer, I can assure you I was not speeding. And he said, oh my God, I am so sorry. I apologize so deeply. This was a mistaken stop. Please continue on your journey. <laughs> that didn't happen. I wish it did. I did get a very valuable lesson, though, about driving the speed limit. But wouldn't it be wonderful if people believed you instantly, no matter what you said, that people would accept what you said? Oh my, certainly, sir. You said you're not speeding? Of course, please continue on your way. It's my mistake. Wouldn't it be amazing and wouldn't it be wonderful if people believed your word always and everywhere, no matter what the event was. That only happens if we build a legacy of truth. Now that was the first time I had met that policeman, so he doesn't know me at all. But the people that we do know in our family and friends in our neighborhood or certainly at work, they see us day after day. And if we build up a legacy of honesty, a history of integrity, just a long, long journey of truth-telling, then the next time that we speak, and they may be unsure of the circumstances, they will say, I will accept what he or she said, because they have spoken the truth for years and years and years. It really is, when this gospel ends, when the gospel says, when you say yes, mean yes, and when you say no, mean no. So that when you say yes, there is no subterfuge, you're not faking, you're not playing a game, it is just an honest, truthful statement. You know, in the early church, there was a time when, there were several times, periods when it was against the law to be a Catholic. In fact, to be a Christian, to be a Catholic was a death penalty. And the authorities would say, are you a Catholic? And those early church people would say, yes, I am. Even know that it was signing their death penalty. They would not tell a lie. They would always be faithful to the truth, no matter what. At the time of this gospel, the most important words of all were the scriptures, were the holy scriptures. That was the, what defined everything. And Jesus, with tremendous authority, says, you have read this in the scriptures, but what I tell you is this. You have read this, but what I tell you is this. He speaks with profound authority, tremendous confidence that he has the exact revelation of God to say what this verse means and what that verse means. I know sometimes you read the Bible and you wonder what these verses mean. It can be a very confusing book. 
And thank God we had the person of Jesus who defines and interprets it what it is. And he does so with tremendous confidence and authority and, and tremendous uh, uh, peace of mind. And that only comes from a lifetime of living in the truth and the truth that comes from his Father in heaven. So it's not a complicated gospel. It just means that we are true to our word. You know, you, give your, you say things, all kinds of promises to people around you. I'll pick up the kids at 3 o'clock. I'll meet you at 5 o'clock. I'll finish this project this, by this Friday. These are all the kind of promises that we make. This gospel invites us to never over-promise. Never promise what you cannot deliver. And that means that we have to know ourselves well. We have to really know ourselves and not pretend that we're someone else, but just say, you know, I can't promise that. I don't know if I can be there by 3. So that way, our word is always authentic and solid. We're coming up on the season of Lent, and a lot of people make promises during Lent. I'll give up donuts. No, don't give up donuts. We sell them here on Sunday. <laughs> give up something else. But don't overpromise. Don't think, don't, you have to kind of know yourself well and say, can I say this promise and keep it? If you can't keep it, then don't make that promise. We can always trust in the word of the Lord. And this gospel invites us to live in a way that other people will trust in our word as well. And how wonderful that will be.